<clears throat> Welcome in, team. It hit the end of the week. We're at the 3rd of February. Hope some of you get an opportunity to have a nice uh, long weekend. And I actually heard Smithy saying this morning, and he was echoing my sentiments, particularly the people that have been affected by all of the moisture in our atmosphere at the moment. You can get a few clear days. Um, while I'd love you to have a break, I know there's so many of you that have been directly affected, and you can get a decent crack at having a good old clean up and people will be mucking in and helping their friends and family and communities in that cleanup as well so let's hope for a dry one over the next few days eh? and if you're having a break um, everyone deserves it as well uh, coming up today uh, we're going to talk to James Burridge he is the BBC's rugby commentator for the Six Nations uh, we'll go through them game by game and there'll be some talking points to pop out of that as well and that's going to be our midday madness as well um, with that getting underway this weekend, I want to know. Now we do have world rankings. I know that, and um, Ireland are number one ranked team. But you, because world rugby rankings don't always truly reflect because it's a statistical type thing. In your mind, one through six. Give me your one through six power rankings. Who are the best teams in the world? Because we've had recency with the end of year tour, we've had coaching changes, the landscape's changed. Eddie Jones is into Australia, Steve Borthwick's into England, Warren Gatland is into Wales, the All Blacks have still got Ian Foster. So there's been changes and there hasn't been changes when maybe there should have been. I want your world rankings, one through six, in your learned minds. So that'll be the first hour. James Burridge at one to get him to cast his eyes over the Six Nations. Uh, the Jeremy Paul Show will return again today. Oh, return from last week. It was there last week as well. He talks to us uh, every Friday. Probably touch on Six Nations with him. And I want to quiz him about this collective bargaining agreement that's a bit of a stumbling block for the NRL at the moment. Was it? Did any of that ever happen in the Wallabies' time? Was there ever you know, uh, conversations behind closed doors that they weren't happy contractually or, you know, it's been a while, he's been out of the game for a while now, but just interested to get his take on it as well. Um, Hopefully, hopefully, this has been a real uh, mission of mine to get someone on the Teams Champs, Superstocks Teams Champs in Palmerston North this weekend. I've had a yes he will chat to us from Frankie Wayneman Jr. He is the captain of the Great Britain team that will be taking part there in Palmerston North. It is a massive event this weekend. I went from when I was about seven till I was about 20 every single year. It is entertainment. It is the highest quality speedway. And a lot of people, it's the only speedway they go to in Palmerston North. It's such an awesome event. And I really wanted to cover it. So Frankie Wayman, I've been in touch with his manager. I've been in touch with him. He's messaged me back this morning saying, yep, keen to talk what time. I've told him 2.30. Haven't had a reply yet. So hopefully between now and 2.30 he says yes, no problem. So let's hope Frankie Wayman Jr. uh, will come on. Also on the back of yesterday's conversation, about uh, sports broadcasting rights and the landscape of how sport is watched right through the world. And then I want to talk about New Zealand and Australia as well, but 
there's signs over in the US that the, the landscape is really, really changing. So Colin J. Smith, he's Global Sports Media. He's um, the principal of that company. He's been involved with sports broadcasting his whole life. Very learned man. We'll chat to him after three. Uh, Jimmy Smith across the ditch as well. We'll also, um, what games have we got? What fun have we got? We'll find out what's making news. That's always fun. The Vault, brand new Vault at 245. Um, brand new Vault, so it'll be $100 today. But you do have the luxury of seven questions to pick Sammy's. Big sporting moment in the vault. But Midday Madness, with the Six Nations getting underway this weekend, what are your rugby power ratings heading into Rugby World Cup year? Um, coaching changes, personnel changes, Manu Tuolangi dropped from England, uh, new look backline for them, um, Ireland on a tear, France will be hosting. So your personal rugby ratings as at right now. We're about to see international rugby grace our screens this weekend. Three games in the Six Nations. Super rugby's not far away. I want your rugby rankings. Give us a yell. 0800 150 811. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. And down we go to Christchurch. Quite often kicks us off, and he always sets a good tone, does Mikey. G'day, Mikey. <laughs> G'day, Steffi. <laughs> I'm looking forward to your show today. You've got some good guests on. Mm. Hey, um, yeah, this, is, uh, this may change after the Six Nations, but for my mind, I've got Ireland at one, France in two, uh, England at three, Ooh. South Africa four, um, and New Zealand five, and probably Australia six. That's 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 the order I've got us, and I well, uh, don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I don't to say like it. it. <laughs> um, and I tell you what, we've got us at five. But I tell you, old Eddie, he's gunning for us. He's talking the big talk, and I wouldn't surprise me if Australia beat New Zealand. Particularly if they play in Australia, they probably would. But mm. yeah, I don't know. Scary times. Scary but, times. But exciting for the uh, for the guy just standing on the street. Not but if you're not an All Black supporter. It's going to be an amazing World Cup. Uh, personally, I'm just chewing my bloody nails off. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a tough old year. It's, it's such an interesting rugby year this year. And because it's it makes all the rugby before the World Cup even kicks off, makes it so much more important, so much more engaging, and it's appointment viewing. So much so, this Six Nations, I can't wait. Oh, absolutely. What you, I mean, these guys, I mean, I, th- I think France are playing in Ireland this week, aren't they? So... That's a that's a huge game. No, oh, God, um, Wales. I've got that wrong. Wales are hosting Ireland this week. Wales are hosting Ireland. France ah. are in Italy. France are in Italy. Right, right. Mm. Well, they're, they're, I mean, I think all the games are going to be fantastic. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess I mean there'll be there'll be callers who probably put France number one, and that's fair enough. I mean, I've got it at their home this mm. year for the World Cup. But um, I mean, Ireland are my second favourite team anyway. So you know, go there. Go them, go them. All right, Mikey, good stuff, buddy. Thanks yes, for kicking mate. us off. Thank you. Bye. Let's go to the life member, Zaid. Welcome in, Zaid. Hello. Champion. Um, All Blacks 1, France 2, Ireland 3, uh, England 4, Australia 5, uh, Argentina 6. How have you got the All Blacks at 1? Justify that. 
Well, they had a pretty good back end of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won six games in a row. Um, they still won the rugby championship. Still won the Bledisloe Cup. Um, they drawed with England. Um, so, so yeah. Lost to lost to Ireland. Lost to Ireland. Drew with England. You still got them as the best team in the world. Well, was anyone consistent last year, though? Was who who consistent, did you say? Anyone. France and Ireland, they were consistent. France haven't been beaten about 10 or 11 games in a row. Yeah, but it's pretty inconsistent. If you look at everyone in the Southern Hemisphere, there was no no consistent. England weren't consistent either. Of Africa, we had Aussie lost to Italy. I've got no issue with Aussie being lower down. Um, I just can't see anything but Ireland and France one and two either. Either either, just they've just been on an absolute tear. Um, and I think New Zealand might have dodged a bullet by not playing France at the end of year tour. Yeah, maybe. If it, here we here, here's a um, mythical question for you, Zaid. If the All Blacks had have played France on the end of year tour and France had beaten us, remember England drew with us when there's no way they should have, but they did, would that change New Zealand down from number one for you? He hung up. No, I think it crashed, actually. I don't think he was happy with you, Steph, to be honest. Mm. You two were going toe-to-toe there. No, Zade can hack it. Zade can hack it. I can hack it, but, you know, maybe he did seem a little bit, you know... Short short fuse today. No, I, th- um, I think our phone box has just crashed. Actually. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> he was pretty adamant, though. He was. He really was. Um, text us through. 8833 is the temper and bedpost text machine. I've noticed uh, one, of, one of the wonderful SENZ hosts says temper and bedpost. I've always struggled with temper bedpost. So if I chuck an and in there, it's easy. So temper and bear post text machine, double eight, double three. Give me your top. What did I ask for? Six. I thought Mikey was going to get mine exactly the same, but he didn't. He didn't. I've actually got one glaring difference to Mikey. 0800 150 I'm just wondering if you take a break now or after one more call. One more call before the break. Pete from Whangarei. Uh, g'day, Pete. How are you, mate? Good, thank you, Pete. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can just say he might have woken up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> um, because he, when he was one glaring emission from his six, apart from the fact that uh, yeah, I can't agree with his order. I mean, he, he didn't even have South Africa in his top six. Mm. Um, yeah, so for me, um, oh, yeah, it's uh, Ireland one, France two, South Africa three, New Zealand four, England five, and six is a... Yeah, six for me. I, I it's either it, it could be, be at the moment. I, I, I I'm hard. To, it's hard to separate um, Australia and Argentina, and you could possibly throw Scotland in there as well. Mm. And maybe even Wales. You know, I'm on a watching brief to see what Gatland well, can do right. with Wales. Yeah, that and and that that those those are the variables. Uh, Eddie and 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 Gat, um, what they can they can do. I, for that team, I mean, I, I had a look at get selection. I mean, he's he's got some um, some of the old faces 
uh, in that starting lineup, um, and even on the bench, I see he had Alex Cuthbert in there. I think those guys haven't been seen mm. for a while um, under under um, Pivac's tenure. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how things shape up. But I, I like you, I, I think it's pretty exciting um, few months coming up leading into the World Cup to see how 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 things play out. Play out. I mean, not sure everyone's not going to be um, showing everything that they've got but um, as you know you've got to build momentum heading into the World Cup and people will start picking their their preferred uh, 22 and um, and things will start taking shape so I think we're in for uh, some, some good rugby I do too I think potentially the best rugby year we've and I'm talking in 10 months that I can remember for a long time. Like I'm so invested in the Six Nations because I've got the top two teams in the world. Makes it so watchable for, for a rugby fan. Yep, yeah, and it'd be fair to say I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I don't always take great interest in, in um, the Six Nations, but I definitely will be this time around. Mm, same here. Thanks for the call, buddy. Good chatting. Thank you. Cheers, Pete from Whangarei. And I hope everyone up the far north, you get a bit of a dry spell so you can uh, address the issues up there. We'll take our first break and we'll be back. I've got uh, Simon and Cliff in the wings. You can join them, 0800 150 Let's go. 0800 150 if you want to give me, well, no, not if you want to. I want you to call me and tell me the your power rankings, your ratings of the top six New Zealand, New Zealand, the top six rugby teams leading into this international uh, window of games with the Six Nations, which I'm very, genuinely very excited to watch. We go to Simon in Hamilton. G'day, Simon. Yeah, g'day, Mark. How are you today, all right? Very well, Simon. Yeah, uh, happy New Year. First time I've called this year. I've been uh, stuck in, inside the butchery. I'm out and about doing a few deliveries today, so it's good to get out and listen to a bit of, bit of talk. Brilliant. Now, on your butchery, on your butchery, I told my sister, next time, next time, get your sausages. She did and she loves them. She's converted. That's the way. That's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, um, my rankings, France at one, Ireland at two, New Zealand at three, South Africa at four, um, England at five, and a bit of a smoky, I think Argentina are going to be right there this year. Mm. So you're not, buy, uh, you're not buying into the Eddie Jones speak that they are on the rise? Well, if they're on the rise, it's only because of one man who's suffered all the heartache for the last three years, and he's been, um, he's been given the uh, poker stick up the rear end, you know, so yeah. he's got a feel sorry for him, so get, um, typically Eddie Jones comes in and, and and goes well for that first 12 to 18 months, but if he has half the uh, um, injuries that um, Ren's had, um, he's going to struggle, you know, they, they just don't have the depth. Yeah. And news this morning too that uh, Matt Gitto's retired from all rugby, so Eddie can't call on him again. He <laughs> <laughs> Right, I bet. <laughs> hey Simon, before before you hang up, um, tell everyone where to get the best gourmet sausages. Oh, a little place called Hamilton Wholesale Meat in Hamilton. Yep. 
Hamilton wholesale meats, and you you gave me about three different varieties, and I love them all. So absolutely brilliant. All right, mate. No problem at all. Good on you, mate. There you go, okay, people. You too, mate. People, it's still barbecue weather. Hamilton wholesale meats. Their gourmet sausages are off the hook. Cliff from Dunedin. G'day, Cliff. Yeah. Afternoon, Steffi. Hi, Cliff. Yeah, another scorcher down here today. Good on you. Otago. Good on you. <laughs> Dry as a bell, too. Jeez. Yeah. Um, my, uh, well, top six. I, I'd have to go France, number one, because it's at home. And I think they, they dual win. Uh, they've got a good side if their captain's there and inspirational. Uh, they, they'll be they'll be very tough to beat. I could see them getting in the final. It's just whether anyone else can go over there and tip them over. Uh, Ireland second. Then, um, then then it's an interesting one. It, I think England and South Africa didn't show much in the past year. I don't think they played their best sides by any means. South Africa, if they want to win the World Cup, they'll they'll go out and say, well. The coach can pick anybody he wants. You can drag them back from French rugby or whatever, mm. and, it, and it might be a more white side. I'm not, I'm not being racialist or anything, but they might not have that sort of. Let's try and give as many of our locals or the you know the other boys a go. But if they pick a very strong unit, they'll be hard to beat. I, I put them in the top four. Uh, so Australia, the, they they struggled last year because they two of their, their best players didn't play their captain, mm. the, the flankers. Uh, yeah, they they've got a chance. Um, England, the same. That they they're much the same too. They they didn't play a very good unit at all. But I think in the World Cup, yeah, they've proven that they've won it. Uh, so England, South Africa, and Australia, previous winners, if they can get their best teams up. They'll be semi-finalists, all of them banging. And then, you know, Wales, Argentina. I don't think Argentina are going to do any that great over there. They might tip somebody up, but I, I doubt it that they're a, a top six side going forward or even a potential semi-finalist. Uh, Wales and Scotland. The Scotland, the Scotland are a useful team, and they might surprise. But yeah, definitely uh, France All Blacks final would be nice. And, uh, yeah, if we can tip them over, we'd be deserved champions. That would be an amazing World Cup title to go to France and beat France in France for a Rugby World Cup. That would be an incredible effort. I think so after playing, you know, you'd have to beat, say, South Africa and England before quarter and semi-final, win your pool, hopefully. Well, it doesn't matter if you didn't win your pool. You're just going to have to beat those other five good sides. You're going to have to beat two or three of them to probably get in the final. And uh, like I say, you know, there's going to be the part the France will be will be humming with French with French people, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a big year. Mm. But it'll all depend on the squads. You know, I think some of those teams, these squads could be quite different. They could be a lot more strength, a lot more guys that have played a lot more test rugby in some of those teams like South Africa, Australia and England, they'll suddenly have a lot of players with test caps that haven't sort of been playing much lately and they'll be a lot tougher. Mm, it's such a... Every, every caller I've spoken to so far this morning, I'm just even getting more excited for the year of rugby because um, a lot of years is just same, same but there's so much on it this year and I think what lends itself to that, Cliff, is New Zealand aren't top of the world, uh, either in rankings. I mean, we've had a few text messages. 
in the text messages, uh, Glenn's got New Zealand at number one. That's it. And Zaid had New Zealand at number one. I've got someone who's got France number one, but won't win the World Cup. New Zealand number two, and they will win the World Cup. That's what I wanted, actually, Ken, is exactly how you've phrased it. It's not who's going to win the Rugby World Cup. Right now, today, February 3, your rankings. Things can change by the time the World Cup comes along, and we'll do that to death in the lead-ups and once we see squads and who's long-term injured. But right now, here today, your rankings at the moment. So um, Ken's picked up on that. Actually, I'll give you Ken's because he's a good rugby man. France won't win the World Cup. Number one, New Zealand, number two, who will win the World Cup. South Africa, three. England, four. Australia, five. Ireland, six. Wow. I don't know if anyone's going to have them as low as six, apart from you, Ken. For what it's worth, mine, I've got Ireland one today. That could well change by the end of the Six Nations. So we're not stuck to it. This isn't a, this isn't crystal ball who's winning the World Cup. But right now, as at today, I've got Ireland one, France two, South Africa three, New Zealand four. And then I'm tossing up Australia, England. Um... Probably Australia than England. Probably Australia. And I, I feel like the big improvers this year, potentially, not that they will, but they have the ability this year is Australia. As a number of callers have said, stay fit, stay healthy, have a good squad, all buy in behind Eddie. When Australia get momentum in the world of rugby, they're a tough nut to crack, and we've seen that at World Cups before. Take a break for new sport and weather. We'll be back with Bernard and anyone else that rings 0800 150 11. What are your rugby rankings? You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. We're back on track. We're talking about who your rankings are. You're just a general discussion. Like, I'm genuinely um, excited about the prospect of the Six Nations. And I would, I actually think more than any other Six Nations in my lifetime because France and Ireland are one and two. And in my mind, doesn't have to be in your mind at the moment. And I just, I'm just so looking forward to the matchups this weekend. Wales are playing Ireland, England are hosting Scotland and Italy are hosting France. Um, so three good games. I think they're three good games. Let's go to Bernard now. Bernard, um, you've just made a sandwich. Um, describe it. Or oh, ham and tomato. <laughs> oh, bit of Mollenberg, or do you go white death? What, what, what's your choice? Oh, no, no, just a big, just a big old French stick, that's all. Oh, man, hey, listen, the, 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 the reason I was ringing, it's not really about a ranking or anything, although I think... Australia are going to be hard to beat, and mm. I think that's because of not because of James but, um, of what what they've gone through through Dave, uh, Dave Rennie. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my um, my little um, thing is, uh, I'd love to see um, um, rugby ban the box kick from the halfback, oh. from the scrums, malls, yes. and uh, and and uh, um, rucks or whatever. I don't mind it coming from the um, a lineout because he's going to get hammered with a forward coming through. But this bullshit of the bloke playing around with the ball behind a scrum, kicking it up in the air. It used to be 
they gave us a hard time about ten man rugby. Now it's it's nine man rugby. You know. Well, maybe you're allowed <laughs> two per team per half or something like that. No, he's got a five eight. That's what the five eight's here for. His job is to put the ball and distribute it out to the five eight and let the five eight, you know, run the game. He's not the general. The general is always the five eight. Yes. And, uh, these guys are now conductors. You know, they're trying to conduct the orchestra and uh, too much. Um, uh, yeah. No, I don't mind to see him run from the um, back back of the scrum or something like that and have a run. But this bullshit of uh, hanging around, tapping the ball with their uh, their feet. If they start tapping it. Let the flanker on the opposite side have a crack at him straight away. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to late tackle a box-kicking halfback. <laughs> 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 we could come up with some well, I just think it's, I just think I, I just really think it slows the game right down. Because um, all he's doing is kicking the open. Um, it's, it's, there's no development coming from that. It's just um, helter-skelter, you know? The thing about box and kicks just, and up-and-unders... For me, I don't know about you, Bernard, when the halfback's got the ball in his hands and he's about to kick it, he's got 100% of the possession. As soon as you put it on your boot, you're turning 100% possession into 50-50. But what, why, why? You've already got 100. You, you just, you've just said it beautifully. Yeah. You, you've given away yeah. exactly what you've got. Yeah. You, you can't score points without the ball, and all teams seem to freely give away the ball. I remember Robbie, Robbie Dean's ethos... Was it Robbie Deans or was it Todd Blackett? One of the Crusaders coaches, and I remember hearing him say it, and it was like, we like to win games without the ball. And so they'd, they'd kick it down so they were in the, their attacking half, but they'd give the opposition the ball and just smash them and smash them and smash them, wait for a turnover and score like that. And I was just like, is that, rugby, is how, is that how rugby's supposed to be? No, it's not. Mm. It's not. But I'll, I'll just quickly tell you, I saw Sid going one day, the mm-hmm. opposite halfback from Horofanua went to do exactly what I just said from a scrum. Sid took the ball off his toe. <laughs> As he was going to kick, Sid, Sid took the ball off his toe and scored under the, under the uh, goalpost. Oh, <laughs> and that's why he's super Sid. Yeah. Just brilliant. So, yeah. All right, I'd better let you get somebody else on. Good chatting to you, Bernard. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Um, good call. Call again one day, Bernard. Um, we go to Joey. G'day, Joey. No, we don't. I've got the hands up from Sammy. I've got the thumbs up from Sammy. Here's Joey. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Steph. Look, I was just thinking before you were talking about different stuff and, and the guy was talking about the box kick. There's, when, there's no variation now anymore, is there? No. You know, I mean, you, when we when we used to watch, you know, the, the going sitters, that was fantastic. You can still do that. And they, they say now, oh, the, the, the other def- defence is up like a, um, a league defence. But you can do that from a free kick or something like that. When, when was the last time you saw anyone double round or do a, do a crisscross? You know, like Carlos Spencer used to do, first 5-8. He'd sprint to the second 5 and, and dummy him or, 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 or give it to him. You know, that sort of variation. Now, we're supposed to have the best brains um, in the world, you know, coaching or, or you know, as assistants or whatever. Um, I just don't see any variation anymore, mate. You know, it's... Uh, I mean, where's all that gone? Eh? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like now, it you get two good teams that are reasonably even match, matched. It's not, 
it's more a grind now. Who can grind the other side down rather than who's more expressive? And here's another thing, and I can't remember if it was for the All Blacks or the Hurricanes, but there was a, there was a set move try in Wellington, and it went to Tana, and he turned his back, and there were two dummy runners either side, and he popped it to Christian Cullen, and he went in and scored a try. Set move play. And the other one was the Lima Sopawanga one when he turned his back to the opposition and kicked it backwards over his head. Now, they are memorable because they never happen. And because they never happen, opposition can't prepare for that. I want to see a bit more innovation. Yeah, well, exactly. What about the Zinzan Brook one in South Africa? Yeah. Now, that was fantastic. You know, that, that is variation at, at its best. And, um, you know, and, and I think that's what, we, that's what they, they need. You know, staff, they need to, to someone to go there. I mean, even the halfbacks sprinting around. Aaron Smith's quick enough to double round Bowden Barrett. Bowden Barrett doesn't have to give it to him. Yeah. And, and, and they say, oh, they say the defence might get him. Stand deeper. Yep. You know, it's, it's, I just, I've, we've just lost, lost, lost to that. You know, I mean, as I just said to you before, you know, you remember the going scissors. Yes, the triple scissors. The triple scissors. Amazing. Yeah. Mm. Good to hear from you, mate. Have a good weekend. Cheers, Joey. Thanks for calling, buddy. A um, few text messages which we will get through. Um, lines are open 0800 150 811 what do they say there's a clear board you're welcome in first in first on 0800 150 811 I want your rugby rankings and any other thoughts you want um, with just this international rugby just around the corner uh, kicking off with Wales and Ireland Warren Gatlin back in charge Um, England Scotland Steve Borthwick in charge Italy against France Something you might not know, um, and I'll put it to, uh, well, James Burridge will know. He's our guest just after one o'clock. He's BBC rugby commentator. Um, Italy won five of their last seven games. Five of their last seven, including beating Australia and including beating Wales. And I'm imagining, I haven't looked it up, but I'm imagining Italy are playing in Rome. That'll be packed. That'll be packed. And the passionate Italian fans are just brilliant. Just brilliant. Um, anyway, give us a call. 0800 150 811. Back with your calls when you ring after this. Welcome back in. 0800 150 811. Keen on your rankings in the world. While we're talking uh, rugby, um, the SENZ Super Rugby Tipping is here. Get yourself involved. Go and register now. It's um, from now until February 24. That must be when game one is. So get yourself in, get yourself mentally free. Go and register. It's the SENZ Super Rugby Competition. Um, you can win the ultimate sports experience for you and a mate worth $2,500. You can sign up now. You can play. The website is tipping.senzradio, or one word, .nz. Tipping.senzradio.nz. I'm going to get on. I'm going to get involved. I think a lot of people at work here are going to get on. So, and I'm pretty sure it's uh, visible to everyone um, how we're all travelling. So, tipping.senzradio.nz. $2,500 sports experience for you, for you and a mate, or you and your partner, or you and your wife, you and your neighbour. Sam just asked me, you and your dog? No, you can't take Tuka on your sporting, sporting experience, Sam. That's going to be, are you going to play that, Sam? You going to play the tipping competition? I'm partial to a tipping cop, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's sure. a firm yes. <laughs> Potentially, <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely play the NRL one. Yes. Um, but yeah, why not dabble in a bit of SR? Mm. Now, I've we've been talking about this um, 
where your power rankings are for your international rugby. I actually haven't looked up the official world rankings. I do know Ireland are number one, and I would assume France is number two. Correct. And then I don't know. What's Go the on. official rankings? Why don't you take a stab? Okay. Number three is probably New Zealand. Yes. Because of that run of wins they had at the end of the year. Yep. Number four. Um, is the England draw enough to get them to four? South Africa. I'll go South Africa. Correct. England. Correct. What are you up to? Six? Last one. Can you get six from six? Uh, it's going to be Australia, Argentina or Wales. I'll say... I'll say Argentina. Oh. I was going to give you a big winning bells here if you got that. Uh, Australia. Oh, is it? Six. But what you probably are more interested to know, Steph, is that uh, the Cayman Islands are the biggest movers in the rankings at the moment. They've gone from 58 to 54. Oh, that's a big surge. And up. the biggest losers? Uh, Mexico. Ooh, down eight places from 43 to 51. Did the Cayman Islands beat them? Maybe they did. Maybe that's why we're getting some big changes in those... Lower ranks of where's the, the Cayman Islands? Is that West? No, where's the Cayman Islands? Couldn't tell you. Um, uh, sounds French, so I'm thinking Indonesia. I was going to go West Indies, but I think that's wrong. Let's have a quick Cayman- look, shall we? I, I feel like it's Indonesia, Micronesia. Uh, Cayman just Islands. A look here. A British. That's a British territory. Um, it is zooming out. Oh no, it's near Jamaica and Cuba. Yeah, oh. so it says in West Indies. So you you nailed that one. I'm um, actually going all right today. Yeah, you're doing pretty well, mate. It's good good for you hey, on a Friday. We should get some from the Cayman Islands Rugby Union on one, one day and just see what what go what goes with rugby. <laughs> I tell you over what, there. there's a lot of interesting countries on here around that sort of Cayman Cayman Islands ranking. Uh, Moldova, Guyana, mm. Bulgaria, um, Luxembourg. How good would it be, Luxembourg Rugby Union? Oh, I bet they punch above their weight. Um, and can I just bring up a text here as well that's come through from Brad, who is our notorious uh, NBA tipster, who said uh, his NBA power plays for today, uh, he had a big collect yesterday. Uh, LeBum, and I like he calls him LeBum, and so that's LeBron, of course, and Luka Doncic combined for 65-plus points, 18-plus boards, and 16-plus assists at five bucks. Yes, Brad, we are already on that. Are got you on really? that this, Before yeah. he texted it. Yeah, got it on this morning. Uh, into, I got on that, um, staff into the Phoenix Against the Melbourne victory tonight. This was one of Ricardo's picks yesterday. Melbourne victory, bottom of the table, bottom of the A-League ladder, the Phoenix in third place. The Phoenix paying $3.20. Are you serious? Yeah. So multi to three twenty into your Le, uh, LeBron Doncic uh, multi uh, sort of power play there, Brad, and you get yourself like, I think it's what was uh, it? $16 dollars. $16, off. yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. He's got a couple of others here as well. Randall and Jokic to, uh, combined for 50 points, 24 boards, 16 assists at sixes. And a little bit outrageous, Halberton double-double and Doncic triple-double at 11s. Uh, but Brad's doing quite well with the power plays at the moment. So mad, mad respect to Brad, eh? Yeah. You'd jump on the Phoenix though, wouldn't you? $3.20. Ricardo was very convinced. So they're obviously playing away. Playing away, but Ricardo thinks that's not really enough with the victory playing terribly. So as soon as I see something at 320, you, you could probably go Phoenix all draw. Mm. You can have the all draw or you could have um, Phoenix draw refund. Um, or they have all those different, uh, the Asian handicap you can have as well with sure. minus one and all that sort of stuff. Yep. I, I'm going to have a little look about that. Uh, I've been to the Cayman Islands since Craig. Isn't it a tax haven, the Cayman Islands? I feel like you're right because I feel like quite a few of the online poker companies were based in the Cayman Islands. Yeah, actually a lot of them have Cayman Island addresses, mm. a lot of the footballers as well. Didn't Messi get in trouble because all of his money was sitting in the Cayman Islands, conveniently? Oh, 
Her's life's been a messy for about 10 years. Oh, that, nah, I'm not accepting that one today. <laughs> that doesn't get the uh, that doesn't get the JT. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> also, speaking of funny laughs, Ado Cars just pulled out of the All Stars game. Why? Uh, wants to be ready for round one of the NRL season for the doggies in April. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Gosh, we can, I wonder what's going to happen in that one. I wonder what's going to happen in that. Uh, a few um, of your rankings. Mark goes France, followed by Ireland, followed by New Zealand. Then South Africa, then England, then Australia. Mark from Christchurch, astute. Um, this is a different mark. Goes South Africa, then Ireland, then England, then Wales, Argentina, Australia. Wowee, no New Zealand. But you're the judge of your rankings. Uh, James D from Auckland, top six for me. Ireland, then France. New Zealand and South Africa, third equal. Don't mind that. Fifth, England. Sixth, Australia. I can't separate New Zealand and South Africa, and sixth place could easily go to one of Australia, Argentina, or Scotland, with Wales not far behind them either. It's almost, I feel like, I was going to say the top three. Well, for me, the top four, really not a lot in it. My top four, uh, Ireland, France, South Africa, New Zealand. And then the next four, not a lot in it either. I think Australia, England, Wales, Argentina are the next four. Um, is this the is this the smallest blanket you've had to knit to throw over the chances for the World Cup? I think potentially it is um, pre pre tournament. Um, Brad's text and it said Phoenix are down two or three centre backs though. Could be a leaky. Don't defense. tell me that, Brad. Don't tell me that. Mate. We don't need that. We don't need that sort of <laughs> negativity, Brad. Okay, I've already put my life savings on it. Just let me have it, man. Let him have it. All right, a few more texts to get to before the news. We'll be back in a moment. Listen to this text from Costa. Hey, boys, my brother played a few test matches for Luxembourg about 20 years ago. I was there for his test debut against Bosnia. It was a great day. He had a barnstormer of a game. Costa, we want to talk to your brother. Absolutely. We definitely so want so many questions. Um, a Luxembourg international rugby player. Let's make this a world first. Oh, absolutely. Luxembourg and, and Manai's flicked a message away to the Cayman Islands, so we could have an all-time show next week with <laughs> both both of the powerhouses of those two. Steph, I've also got a story here, which um, I'm going to classify as, um, you know that film Dodgeball? Yep, and, uh, I loved it. You know, the, uh, that's a bold strategy, Carton. Let's see if it pees off for them. Uh, the sitting morning here on The Age are reporting that South Australia... The South Australian government has approached Cricket Australia over trying to get the Boxing Day test. Or maybe it's the New Year's test. Mm. Do you really think they're going to move that from... Is The, the Boxing Test is uh, MCG, MCG and the New Year's test is always... Is it SCG? Not sure where the New Year's one it's is. It's a bold strategy. I think it's... Far potentially out. not going to pay off all of them. No. <laughs> Whereabouts in South Australia do you play? Is it the Wacker? South Australia Mate's is Perth. Adelaide. Adelaide Oval. Beautiful. Oh, that would be bad, actually. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay. Oh, I'll speak Costa, too soon. text us and tell us if we're allowed to ring you back to get your details from your brother. We would love to talk to a Luxembourg rugby international. Here comes the news.